Lisa J here, and this is not just another episode of No Pink Spandex. This is a very special episode, as I am here with Jeremy and Spy at the moment. At the moment. How you doing, gentlemen? Doing so wonderfully. I can't believe we're here at the series finale of NPS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is, this, is this like a very special episode of Blossom? <laughs> <laughs> We are here because today is our 15th anniversary. It is our birthday. We are 15 years old. Whoo! 15 years. And we're not going to do this by ourselves. Oh, no, 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 no. I thought it'll be a great idea to bring some friends along the way that have helped us and been our friends and and dealt with our BS for... I was going to say, tolerated us? <laughs> And so let, I'm going to start from the very beginning, right? Where No Pink Spandex was born, okay? Ranger Board has been the board that has been here for the longest, forever, ever, ever, ever. And it would not be a show if I didn't bring on some of the original crew from the Ranger Board days. Okay, we got Will. I'm sorry, I called you by your your actual name. Sorry, people know you as Colin, but you're, that's your real name. So we got <laughs> we got Will, we've got Phil, and we've got the founder. Okay, the OG Ray on the show. How y'all doing, guys? Hello. Long Good. How's everyone? First time caller. Newly <laughs> <laughs> blank. Oh gosh, we at I mean like. We have all been admin slash moderators of Ranger Board at some point in mm -hmm. our lifetime, right? I'm I'm still an admin. That is funny. <laughs> oh, do you do I, anything? I wasn't yeah. even able to log in the other day. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. They changed the locks. <laughs> yeah, they changed the locks on me. Oh, gosh. I just have been using the same password since 2003. But... <laughs> Yeah, but I, but I, you know, I, I've always wanted to always get the crew together, and especially during these times, since we can't travel nowhere, we can't go nowhere, and and right around this time, we would have been well, we some of us would have been at PowerMorphicon celebrating our 15th anniversary, done some kind of panel, done some kind of thing. I would have like hit y'all up, being like, if you can't make, I mean, it would have been a thing, but. I, I'm just like, no, nah, we still got to do stuff. So let's bring the crew around. And I asked them before the show, and I mean before the show, like right before we started recording, that <laughs> if they had any stories from behind the curtain, behind the keys, behind, I don't know, whatever. You know, in the Ranger Board days. Feel free to, to spill the deets. Oh, God, stories from Ranger Board days I don't think would be, um, they were either family friendly at all. Yeah, especially back when all of us were still doing stuff on the board. <laughs> yeah, the Wild West days of Ranger Board. Like if they rebooted Ranger Board for today's audience, oh, I don't, I don't know what me and Phil would even do. We would just log in and say nothing. <laughs> we, would, yeah, we would just post a lot of memes and then leave. Here's one of the things that I do remember, right? And this is a little bit of the convention days and Ranger Board days. I remember the first time that we. One of the first times that we all gathered together, it was, I believe it was for ASIN. 
right? Anime Central. Yes. yes. And mm-hmm. and it was just like, wait a minute. Like there was like a good and it wasn't just from Ranger Board, but just like the like seeing the Power Rangers fandom like your faces, right? It was yeah. a good maybe what fifty of us or something like that. I mean, mm-hmm. it was it was like like actually people who we seen on the board and we talked to and like, oh look, we're doing a thing together at the same place and we're gonna meet the people that we watched on the TV show. Oh yeah, we did panels, we did all the whole convention floor and everything. Yeah. I used the uh I remember using the service elevators most of that weekend. <laughs> I remember that. Just, like riding up and down because because the elevators in the hotel we were at were so packed, and like everybody was just being a sucker trying to get in them. I'm like, I'm out, bro. I'm like I just went up 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 and down with the cleaning staff and the cooks and everything. Congratulated what good job they were doing, and then just went about my business up and down, all around. Yeah, and as I recall, convention staff members were trying to like prevent you from doing that, and that didn't fly. Yeah, I think, uh, well, I think I think what happened was I think people saw me starting to do it, and then they started to do it. And that's always what happens. Other people trip me up, you know. You're they, a trendsetter. Yeah, you know, I, I have a way about hotel spinos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no context. <laughs> um, what was that, 2000 and, uh, 2004 or 5? Oh, we yeah, it was probably it was a long been, time ago. That would have well, been 6, I believe. 6? We went to Baltimore for uh, Otakon, I think, and uh, he got there before me, and uh, I just asked the front desk for a key to his room, and they just gave it to me. <laughs> just gave it to me. <laughs> no security in that place. <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we also at that hotel, though, if I remember correctly, didn't like Steve Cardenas just walk up and be like, yo, guys, what's up? Can I get a drink with you? And we were like, hi, sit, yeah, please. Was- that was a great hotel because they had a really big bar. And uh, Wait, if you ever really want to just hang out with, with cast members and everything, that's always a nice thing to have. It's like, this is a really big bar and come and have a drink. Which we had yeah. to sneak my brother into because he was too young still. Oh, oh he, poor he, little he, Tony. Yeah. He was like, tw- like 19 and a half, 20 years old. So we were like, look, just sit here. Don't speak. Don't move. You'll be fine. It, it worked out. Yeah. I mean, it's just like the first PMC when when poor little Eric couldn't get into the bar. <laughs> <laughs> he was so sad, just standing I, outside the yeah. door. I mean, that was that was like, I don't know. It just wasn't right. I mean, I guess it was car- karma kind of made it right when Samuel Benta wasn't allowed to get in the bar. But <laughs> <you know. laughs> oh right, oh yeah, my god, was he funny. was too young. Yeah, he's a car manager, and we and you know we were working. I was working part of the convention so i was like uh we'll, we'll get you some beer or something and i i don't know who did but i definitely didn't but, yeah you know. i didn't know he was I, I i sat with him at the bar and i remember offering him a drink and he told me he was underage yeah i, was like, that was, okay. yeah, I think he was like he that was, was 20 like, right he was just 20 he like he didn't get 21 yet yeah so he was he was legal in his own country but not here yeah. and he just felt so bad because he just he wasn't an adult here and i just I don't know. Felt kind of good. I don't know. That guy needed a drink, though. I don't know. You can share it. I guess you can edit it later, but I never liked Samuel Benta for some reason. I just couldn't put my finger on it, but a couple things uh, about that guy. If past episodes are any indication, Lisa has some strong opinions on him anyway, so I think it's fine. 
I don't see Lisa being an opinionated person. Are you crazy? Oh, no, no. Very quiet, down-to-earth girl. Very quiet. Never hear a word out of this girl. <laughs> so, Ray, um, when you were... <laughs> When you started Ranger Board and now comparing it to what's going on today in terms of social media, all those other things, right? What are mm -hmm. some of the things that you were not expecting? Well, I mean, I wish I wish I'd gotten leaned more into the social media thing because that was kind of a. Uh... You know, it was it was it was just starting to really blow up with all that all that stuff. So I said, you know, I saw they did did get a range board Facebook page. I didn't expect that, and I saw the new board, a lot of new, you know, new features. So that was that was pretty interesting. Because like you are a whole like husband and 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 father, right? Like you were like, okay, let the let yeah. the kids handle this. I'm good. Like. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I do miss it though, but it, I had to give it up. There was just no way I could keep doing it. Cause it's a lot. It's a lot. It was it was a lot of work. You don't. I I don't think people realize. Well, maybe some people realize now because so many are trying to start either their own YouTube or like own media presence. But it is to have to be an admin or a moderator of any board forum group where there are thousands of people thousands at any moment will pop off right like it it's a lot it's a lot is it as you know as big today as it was whatever like 15 years ago to be honest with you i haven't been over there much i think i think Me phil either, can so answer like, that more than i can yeah um Based on what, because I still go there periodically. I don't post really anywhere but like the Ultraman thread. But it doesn't seem there's as many people on as there once was with us. Because we used to have hundreds of people on at any given time. Yeah. And it was always chaotic, which is why you had to have so many moderators and administrators and everything else. Um, now, no, not as much. Um, and it it's a lot more of a... Um, friendlier calmer environment but i think that just kind of comes with age i guess the, the people who are going there they're just trying to kind of get in get out there's other social media outlets for them to go and have their hot takes and their angry opinions oh so back back in the day ranger board was like a place that underage kids went to drink and now it's a bar where you legally drink. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There are rules in place. You can't over-serve, you know. Um, like Disney World. Stuff, you know, no more nudity and whatever, but when you're behind the building, it doesn't matter. All those rules go out the window and you can say and do whatever you want. You can over-serve yourself because you're behind the building and that's what the Ranger Board of Old was. We were just behind the building and then, uh -huh. you know, as we well, start to people we wanted to come hang out they were going inside the bar it's like oh maybe we should take this in the bar and just follow the rules a little bit yeah i remember when i kind of started the initiative to make it a, a you know a nicer friendlier board and a lot of people did not like that oh yeah. it took a while it took a very yeah, long time, I, yeah. I, think I think that's the reason why you know people were able to communicate i mean because yeah social media blew up later on but i mean even now you see certain actors whatever i mean they're on social media, but it's not like they're on it all the time. And back then, this was the only outlet we had to even communicate with them. 
that's the place that they would go. They would go to Ranger Board and like you know connect with fans. And back in the day where MySpace was a thing, and there was no Facebook, there was no uh, Twitter, oh, and th- like they <laughs> it just didn't exist. And so I, I just remember the Ranger Board days, the good part of the Ranger Board days, where you would executive producers would roll up and you know give their hot takes to be like oh you said this about my show let me read you down (laughs) you know like that sort of thing doesn't happen anymore because lawyers right um oh god yeah yeah so it's it's it was such a quintessential place for all the ish of power rangers to happen and out of there it was just, like, do you guys remember the, I don't even remember. And I, every time I tell this story, I don't remember the exact story of like what game it was, but like we had this game where like, it was kind of like a survivor thing or whatever. Like, do you guys remember this at all? Uh, there was a ranger board survivor, survivor thread. Yeah. yeah I, don't I remember think the I thread. in that. Because yeah. I remember yeah. I was one of the team captains, and that's where the name <laughs> came from. I was just like, I need a name. Oh my gosh! Like, what's the name of my what's the name of our team? Oh no, Pink Spandex. That's all I remember. And I don't even remember if I won or lost or whatever. But like, like initially coming up with the name, there I'm just like, aha! Uh, and then at the time we were on um, Ranger Cast, the podcast, and. And I was just like, you know what? Doing my own thing. All right, I'll use that name that I used on the Ranger Boards. Boop, 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 boop. And your 15th year anniversary of your show, I think it's safe to say you won. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I you think, survived. Yeah. yeah. Some longevity there. Yeah. Before we go, is there anything that you guys wish you could see in the next 15 years in terms of either whether it's Power Rangers, whatever, anything that you would like to see. Like in terms of the show? Either the show or the fandom or whatever. I think the fandom is actually doing very well in terms of the show based on the little bit that I've been watching of the stuff that's been coming out. We just, it needs to stop trying to be Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Because it's not. Yeah, every season they're like, oh, well, let's have the two bumbling sidekick characters and drop food on them every episode wow kids loved that back in 1993 i think it's hard for them to to find their own formula especially when they're when they're really just taking a show that's based off of a formula they use in japan i mean as far as the rest of the stuff goes it's hard not to just say we have something that works and go with it but i don't think we're ever really going to see the show the way we once saw it i mean i think that's just that's just how it is but but it it would be nice like like if I had a kid right now, I don't know that I'd want them to watch some of the newer seasons just because I don't want to be the lame dad. I'd be like, watch this old stuff. And they'd be like, Dad, this stuff's way old. I'm like, all right, well, you're grounded. So that's you know why I'm not a parent. But anyway, um, it has the newer nope. stuff been that bad? It's, it's pretty. It's yeah. very formulaic. I mean, it's, even even. Even like as far as uh, oh, as far as Benta, Benta maybe was was Benta the mark? 
Uh, yeah, maybe, right? What after? Uh, what happened after SPD? Wait, what? Overdrive? Wait, hold up. Wait. Yeah. First of all, first of well, all, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, there were a few. There were a few nice things sprinkled in between, but that's just a given, Lisa. Well, yeah, yeah. Overdrive was awful. Yeah, and it was, and the source material for Overdrive was extremely good. Yeah, and they made the kid a, a cyborg with a heart. It's like nobody wants to watch Pinocchio the Power Ranger. Right. <laughs> Move on. Move I on. Mean, props to yeah. them for doing an original idea, though. I guess, but it just wasn't a good one. Oh, yeah, it's not original. Get it? Well, I mean, for Power Rangers, it is. <clears throat> there was no uh, Blue Fairy giving him life, they but were owned by, were, they were owned by Disney at the time, right? So I guess. Synergy, synergy. Yes. Yeah, I mean, there there have been some like I've seen some of uh, Beast Morphers this year, and it's decent. I really, you know, like, and I I don't want to sound you know elitist when I'm saying oh it's decent. I mean, it's it's good for a kid show, you know, like it's it's not gonna have that same allure like when I was a kid watching Mighty Morphin Power just because I'm not a kid anymore. But like, you know, for for what demographic, I I hope that they're hitting the demographics that they're trying to hit because. You know, it seems like they put a lot of money into it. It seems like they put a lot of effort into the production. Um, you know, like I saw the episode of Austin St. John, and I don't know what that was. But um, aside <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and honestly, if we're talking about what I'd like to see from Power Rangers, I'd kind of like to see them move on from the past. I mean, it, it was really nice to see stuff like Forever Red and, and some of the other stuff they did after that. But, you know, at this point, you know... Um, you know, bring in some bring in some characters that really want to like be on the show and, and and work in a in a good capacity, not just for some filler episode of like. I mean, Austin St. John didn't do anything, and that was my favorite yeah. Red Ranger growing up. You know, so like, you know, whatever. But he didn't do anything. Anything. What was the point of that? Any. He flipped the he flipped the coin in the air and caught it. I mean, if that wasn't dynamic storytelling, I don't know what is. <laughs> Which we all seen him do in those three seasons of Big Morphin, right? Flipping that coin. That was his trademark. He was always yeah. flipping his power coin. Yeah, it was like every other episode. You didn't think you'd do this without me flips the coin? Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know? Oh, I'd like to see them move forward. I mean, Super Sentai's been around for 40 plus. And, you know, they they still pay homage to the past, but they, they move forward to connect with the kids now because that's really the only way you're going to keep, keep it going is if you just see what kids want now and give it to them and just don't insult their intelligence all the way, you know? like Yeah, it's like the current characters are never going to be as memorable as the originals, but they will be for the kids who watched it now. Yeah. And like even those what were those little tips Mighty Morphin used to give you after the episode sometimes like oh if you're angry scream into a pillow it's like that's great. I'm from New York. No one said that. I, I went through pillows. I missed that one. <laughs> I mean to be fair though those are actually kind of like a good moral message. I mean I'm you know we're all old we all remember He-Man and GI Joe and how every episode ended with a moral segment. Now I know and now it's half the battle. Girl, the other half but, is an actual battle. Girl, Yes. yes. Involves lasers and terrorists. Girl, Ray, Ray, what do you what do you think? I I'd like to see another movie done right. Mm. What did you guys think of the, the the reboot movie? I liked it. I mean, it was a good teen drama, but was it a good Power Ranger movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah I... I'm not down with the teen drama Twilight <laughs> style. It had a, yeah, 
It had a lot of uh, character development, which I wasn't expecting, which was good. But then at the end of the day, you still need to have them morph more than once at the end. Oh, it's the I mean, uh, DC Comics approach. Yeah, yes. they went DC. They should have went Marvel with it. Yes. Oh, absolutely. So for like that movie, I've seen it once. If you, if you had no desire to watch it again after it came out, it just it didn't hit the hit the mark for me. Mm-hmm. Which you know, it, it'd be nice to see them try. But but again, like if they're gonna do a movie, like. All, all the all the people who watch Mighty Morphin, they, they want to see something unrealistic. They want to see the original cast members do a movie, and I just don't think that's feasible. Oh, but, no, not anymore. Yeah, and, and, the, and the new stuff, it's like, well, the new stuff doesn't look like the old stuff. It's like, yeah, because we can't clone people and make them younger. So, you know, they're not going to look like that. But, uh, you know, anything to grow the franchise would be, would be nice. And Hasbro looks like they're putting some real money into it. I just hope that... Uh, that they catch a return because I know some of those toys haven't been so great. No, and what I about the rumor them. about that rumor with them dropping Sentai entirely? Does was that did that ever go anywhere? We don't know. We're still not sure yet. <laughs> oh. but, we'll probably won't find out until another year later after they air their yeah, their last show. Interesting. Oh, we're gonna get that Tokyo series, right? Everyone loves trains in America. All right, it was great having you guys on. It was really. <laughs> Um, it's really great to have you on. It's been going down this memory lane. Um, and uh, You don't want us to impart more words of wisdom about no pink oh spandex? I think yeah, we got I, stories, too. I mean, say, whatever, say, that's fine. Okay, okay fine. Tell the story. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> well, I was going to say, we didn't even bring up that time that uh, Jeremy got completely embarrassed by Jason David Frank at a convention. But, you know, story for another day. Jeremy, tell us that story this, again. Okay, first of all, I was not embarrassed. I was actually flabbergasted more than anything that he was such a man-child about the entire event. And this oh, is all Ra- was. And this is all Ray's fault anyway. He started it. <laughs> what, did I, what did I do? You I said were, you were his you were fan. I said you were his number one fan. I, I, <laughs> you must, maybe you were still salty from standing in line for an entire day to get into ASIN. But yeah, I'll remember, draw. Yeah. But yeah, like we 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 were in line to get autographs, and you know my my whole opinion has always been I was never a Tommy fan, never liked him, but Dino Thunder turned me around a little bit. I'm like he was great in Dino Thunder, so we go up to get the autographs, and then Ray's like, "Oh man, this guy's your biggest fan," blah 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 blah, and I'm like, and I told him, <laughs> "Well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and lie." <laughs> No, but like brutal honesty might not have been the best course of action. <laughs> I don't, I don't know any other way. Okay, I don't know how to be any other way. But I told him, I'm like, I'm like, no, I was, I was a fan of, uh, I was a fan of you and Dino Thunder, but I, I wasn't a fan before that. And then he's all just like, I'm not signing anything for you. I'm not signing anything. I'm, not, I'm like, seriously? Because, because I wasn't a fan the entire time. You're not gonna sign anything. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'll just get my money back, which I got more back than I initially gave them anyway. So well, that was actually my stuff. You were getting signed, remember? And <laughs> well, I, the, I, I forgot that part. This was like one of the first conventions that they did, and like some sometimes they weren't charged, and sometimes they were, and they were like, oh, just you know, if, 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 if I may interrupt, may, a- if I may interrupt, this was a time when when um, autographs were five dollars. Five yeah. oh, wow, dollars. Continue. And oh, it was so much. So I was like, "Give me my marker," and I just marked off like I bought uh-huh. however many I bought, and I handed Jeremy some. And then we were in line, and I was in front of him, and I got whatever I got signed. And then he was going to get, I think, one or two of my things signed for me. 
because otherwise he wouldn't have been on the line. And then, uh, and then they refused, you know, because because uh, I forget what your username was at the time, but it was like F- JDF or something. Yeah, like. we, we're not going to repeat it. We're not, we're not yeah. going to repeat it. Um, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't a bad one. No, no, it, not that it, no, 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 it was no. bad. It's bad. So we're not. Gonna... That one was bad. Yes. Yes. Okay. It was JDF number one. And um... yes, number one fan forever. <laughs> Big heart so, emoji. So, as you get off the the line, there's like little steps you walk down into. So I get my stuff signed and I make my way down the steps, and then I see what's going on with Jeremy and Ray. And then like he comes in, it's like he wouldn't sign. So then I'm like, all right, well give him to me. I'm gonna just walk back up there and ask him to sign him for me. And then some security guard. You know, security guard. Those are air quotes for those who can't see it. Uh, you know, goes to stop me, and like I don't remember what happened, but I pretty much just told him I was gonna beat his ass if he touched me, and uh, and he was like asking me for my name, and I don't know, and probably said some expletives, and then I asked him for his name, and then he pointed to his badge with which. Oh man, what did it say? I don't remember what it said, but it was some ridiculous anime name or something, and I'm just like. You know, like I'm just trying to get my, I'm just trying to get my live action children show action figure signed, and this guy's being a whatever about it. So. Oh, he talked about it for years at the uh, anime convention in Orlando. Yeah, like whenever he would have a panel, he would bring it up again. But then there's a resolution. I forgot which Lexington, right? Uh, Jeremy went up to his table. You know, explained like, hi, I'm the guy. Here I am meeting you, you and me, happy family. And so, yeah. And then um, at the end of that convention, we stole his uh, nameplate at his table. And uh, there you go. Yes, I still have that. <laughs> uh, yeah, because like, ultimately I was like, I need my Dino Thunder DVD signed by all of the cast. You're, you're part of the cast. So just write your name down, and then we're moving on. Kumbaya, resolution, best friends forever, heart emoji everywhere. I want to thank Ray, Will, and Phil coming on to the show, reminiscing, and all the jazz. It should be, yeah. Yeah. Said it again? It should be Phil and Will. I didn't say that initially, but I'm down with it. (laughs) It's either Khan and Mega Red or it's Phil and Will. That's that's how the trademark is. So, so sorry. Yeah, Khan and Mega Red is the best one. So sorry. Change Ray's name so he fits the rhyme scheme. <laughs> <laughs> and it just so happened that like like most of us are from New York, which is hilarious. Yes. Hilarious. <laughs> well, Phil's from Florida, but I will no Jeremy, I'll reach through, I will reach through this phone. <laughs> I will I'll make you come over there. Yeah, Tony. Oh no, Florida man's after me. <laughs> oh, Jeremy. Oh man, Florida man <laughs> kills Michigan man. Uh, more on oh, that at 11. Okay, got you. Oh my. But thank you. You can leave that all in and me threatening him. That's fine. <laughs> thank you guys. No problem. Thank you. Happy 15th anniversary. Yes, happy anniversary. You guys do a great job. If you like shopping on Amazon, make sure to bookmark our associate link, nop.ink slash Amazon. Your support means so much, and a little bit goes a long way. Again, our link is nop.ink slash Amazon. Bookmark it today. And we are back, all right, with another set of wonderful people. This set of wonderful people here are just some of the hosts that we've had over the years. All right, we've got Seamus in the house. What up? Who? We, we, 
we have Jay in the house. How's it going? What's up? Okay. And we can't have the show, an anniversary show, without the original OG co-host. Katie is in the house. How you doing, Katie? I don't know this, Katie. Who is this? (laughs) Here. I'm here. (laughs) Not a legacy you want to own up to? (laughs) I love it. I do. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You guys, I'm so glad to have you. And, you know, we're just trying to to form a Megazord and make a show. And um, as long as I'm not the crotch, I'm fine. We are. Hey. Hey. Good old Zeo Rocky right here. So I have been having on folks talking about their favorite stories from the past 15 years, whether it was conventions, on the show, um, anytime throughout this Power Rangers fandom, you know, please don't let me hold you back. Spill all the things. Uh, who would like to go first? Nobody is on the spot. Seamus, you can go for them. Oh, <laughs> You know, it's so funny that being with you guys, I mean, the the thing that comes to mind, especially with MPS, is just the convention stuff. Because when you go to a convention with MPS, you're not just sort of like walking around, you know, like, what are we going to do? Lisa's like, all right, we're doing this. We're doing this. Here's our plan. Here, we're going to go here. We're going to go here. Also, carry this giant camera bag, please. Thank you. <laughs> if you haven't carried uh, camera equipment for Lisa, you're not a real member of MPS is all I'm saying. Ooh. And it's fine. It's fine. Everyone will get their chance at some point. Uh, I remember our tour, our own tour. We don't need a bus. We're going to all of the different locations where they shot the show. Yes. And literally being at Castaic Lake and scrolling through Netflix being like, but wait, where did Tommy get abducted? And where in the world is the Ranger <laughs> 5? <laughs> scrolling, be like, is it there? Mm, I don't know. I don't know about that. And basically, you have to, we walked around the whole part of that lake. And the last place we went is, oh, no, wait, this is it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now we know for the future, anytime that Rona's done, we, we know. We know for the future. Yeah, no, it was really fun. Uh, and there are so many places in the la area that like they just filmed all over the place so like it's yep. it's a real good time and it'll take up days to like go to all the spots you know what i'm saying days oh yeah and, and it's funny now like going back and re-watching some old episodes and seeing those places i'm like oh no wait i've been there too oh no wait i've been there too mm-hmm. it's amazing it's amazing jay uh you know my memory of you i remember of you Yes. I remember, and I don't recall which convention, but all I know is we were either at some hotel, bar, restaurant, whatever, for one of these conventions, and I just see Jay and another friend of ours, Chance, in matching sweaters. Like, yeah, no, we just went around town, just saw the the sights and uh, got these sweaters together. You know, no big deal. No big deal. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, back in Rosemont, uh, Illinois. I forget what the um, so that was ASIN? event was. Yeah, it must have been. I get, yeah, yeah, that, that was in 2008. Funny. That's funny. Yeah, ASIN yeah. Was, uh, was the place where we all saw, like, met each other, like, mm-hmm. a lot of us for the first time. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great, great event. Great, great time. Great memories in the hotel that weekend. And even, yeah, me and Chance, we went down to downtown Chicago, saw the whole city, went shopping and bought the matching sweaters. And we we're like, you know what? 
I like this shirt. And Chance like, I like that shirt too. And we got it. And they were like, you know, we'll get a big kick if we wear it to the bar that night. Everyone's going to get a huge laugh out of it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and for those who uh, may not be aware, um, Jay is an African-American brother. Okay. Uh, yeah. And and compared to Chance, maybe not as tall, but uh, Chance was a white, white man, a white, taller gentleman. <laughs> so it's just to come and see like oh this is this is adorable we love this like you know one shoe pairing right here it's amazing exactly we're all one all one love one unity and it was, it was and it was so funny because uh because normally and i say this all the time on the show it's like normally when you're getting on the internet you think everybody's a white male like you don't think anybody's black or a woman or whatever and so like to see when we went to anime central and to see like the diversity of our uh of all of our friends i'm just like oh all right all right we, we're actually doing something right we're actually watching a a show that is teaching good things and, and this is where we are so it's great it's great okay. we represent really? still i loved it we're living the ideals oh we my are. gosh uh katie my love um i know i know way back in the way back okay when we've those first episodes man like there were a couple of episodes when it was just me and you man and um was has there and you can tell the truth i'm not don't i don't want you to lie right um do you miss it or not <laughs> actually do Aww. i just kind of faded it, it's just how do i explain this i i mean i was thinking about it when you you know contacted me to do this particular um meeting here and i'm like i miss these guys why yeah. haven't i you know yeah, I do, I do miss talking to you guys, but I'm just, I'm I'm very socially awkward. Half of me really wants to connect back with everybody, but I'm just too damn scared. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm still battling a few battles here, but otherwise, yeah, no, I do miss it. I just haven't brought myself into watching. It's okay. And it's all my, right. You don't yeah, have to. No, it's, I understand. Yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> We do the hefty lifting for you. Like, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's quite all right. <laughs> if I haven't said it before, right, and I want to make sure that I get all of it out, is that I am so grateful for your friendship all these years way back in the way back right we would just i remember like it was just two little tommy fans just be like yitty, 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 right and then you, and you were like i have this friend his name is jer he'll be great he should come uh-huh. on it's your fault <laughs> <laughs> and, and i'm just like yeah sure you know like all right we'll get to talking and first things out of his mouth, like, yes, Tommy, that guy, <laughs> who cares? And I, and I was like, from then on, I'm just like, all right, this is what we need. It's fine. It's fine. It's great. Uh, so I thank you. I really do thank you for, like, just saying, yeah, let's do it. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, we were, it was me, you, and Jer were on. And Jay, were you on Ranger? You were on Ranger Cast back in the day, Yeah. 
I was for like the first like four or five episodes, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like this is legit. This is like the like OG crew from Ranger Cast, yo. Like this oh. is like so shout out to Tyler Wallman, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to him. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And uh yeah, cause like, you know, he's the one that came up with the whole idea, like left do- doing a podcast for Power Rangers in general. And like we were all friends, you know, before this whole podcasting thing. And so like, once we started talking and we kept talking and we kept talking, I'm like, all right, we need to record some of this stuff that Mm -hmm. we keep talking about when, you know, and like put this on another show. And then this is what this other show was. So I just want to thank you, especially Katie for rocking with us, doing this from the, from the jump. Okay and and jay you came along too and 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 seamus coming like recently like it's it's been such a pleasure to know that like i know nice people who are my friends (laughs) 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 and they stayed nice and they stayed my friends (laughs) so it's it's wonderful so thank you all thank you all for real for real for real i mean when we started this even the concept of podcast was such a new idea like nobody had a podcast Mm -hmm. you know and then like that original trio especially that thing that kept me sane for some pretty bad years personally so wow really oh yeah definitely like i do yeah like i because i mean katie and i would talk all the time like every single day like it was just like keeping each other sane so yeah it was it was quite uh quite a thing back in the day and it was just nice to have people to talk to who even though we disagree because we talked about the old days of Ranger Board. You know, everybody was always on there just, you know, just being like, this is what I think. And if you think otherwise, you're, you're an effing idiot, blah, 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 yeah. blah, that sort of thing. And like to get some people to talk to who you don't agree on everything, but you can have these really interesting, like deep uh, conversations about like why I think this way and why you think that way. And you can find some middle ground. It was just one of those things that just stimulated me and kept me going during a time when there wasn't a lot that was keeping me going. So yeah, those early days, especially were just absolutely pivotal to me. Oh, wow. oh my that's gosh. beautiful. That's good to hear. All right. Not crying, not crying, not going to cry. <laughs> okay. We are still early in this show. Not going to cry. I'll <laughs> wait till later. Oh gosh. So I guess my question is like, what are you guys up to now? Like just in general, it doesn't have to be like, you know, whether like whether they're either fandoms you're into or like, you know, real life stuff you want to talk about. Yeah. What are you guys up to now? Uh, we'll start with Jay. Um, well, not much because of the Rona, but <laughs> prior to that, I, I started traveling, trying to see the world and, and experiencing different cultures and stuff. And that was cool. Uh, fandom wise, nerd wise. Um, I haven't watched the show since. um Gokaiger and uh megaforce pretty much super megaforce oh dear and even even that was just like brutal for me i'm not gonna lie like it's just (laughs) it hasn't been the same since at at least a decade or however long for me yeah um that'll make people quit other than that i'm just in like the other popular nerdy like rick and morty or um I don't know. I can't think of anything on the spot right like, now. Like, are you are you like on the Rick and Morty equivalent board? Like Rick and board? Like I don't know. Like, are you like, <laughs> Rick and board? No, <laughs> no. So that's actually really good. So the only thing, 
I'd probably say that comes close to like Ranger Board for me is Discord. And on the Discord that I'm on, and you can talk about anything. Because oh, okay. it's my buddy's YouTube channel, and he has a Discord channel, and then we just all go on there and chat. All right. Well, well give a plug. Give a plug to your buddy stuff. Yes. Uh, please check out the Normies on YouTube. They're at 325K, and, and they would love oh. to hit 400K soon. Hold on, no wow. Hold on, no Wait a minute. So, Wait a minute. Oh, okay, <laughs> we need to talk. I need to talk to these Normans. I need to <laughs> cross and the they, they do reactions and, and skits and podcasts and the whole nine. Katie, other fandoms that you've been into currently or, you know, what you've been up to? I'm still with uh, Friends with My Guildies online, but I pretty much kind of laid back a little bit yeah i had a kid what congrats she had a whole kid people a whole child yes i have had an i have had an interesting past 10 years i'll say that (laughs) (laughs) but praise the lord you had a beautiful child there we go we're gonna keep on the beautiful child i love her to death yeah (laughs) <laughs> kind of makes me remember the one episode when we were talking about um, was RPM. We were actually talking about uh, Chaz in <laughs> the episode, and oh. I'm going, oh my god. Oh, oh boy. Yeah, oh. Typical Chaz. Typical, typical yeah. Chaz! Yes. <laughs> and, and you know what? You guys were right. All right, we just we gonna we gonna leave yeah, it at the that. One that broke my heart. Mm-hmm. We gonna oh, leave yeah, it at that because you know, um, yeah, people been through a divorce. You know, it's it's been interesting. I'll say that. And lastly, but not leastly, Seamus, um, what are you up to now? You know, we just get get our plugs in. Just you know, just what are you For up to? For sure, all the plugs. Uh, so I just spent the last three months writing a gigantic essay about my whole history with trauma and depression and anxiety. Um, it was a very hard thing to write. It's all over my socials. So if you want to find it, you can hardest thing I've ever written, but it came out really, really good. Um, I've gotten a lot of great feedback on it and I know it's uh, hopefully going to help, fe- help people. I know it's definitely helped me a lot. And in terms of more fun things, um, I'm just focusing on writing. You know, the whole goal is to be a TV writer, trying to get into TV writing is like trying to make it into the NFL or NBA sure. or whatever, you know, sure. like it's, it's very, very hard, but you know, Every day I'm just trying and I'm working on a new show idea right now. I've done a couple, I've done many, many scripts already, but I'm working on one that's very, very fun right now. That's superhero based. Of course, I can never get away from it. Uh, Still writing for Den of Geek. Uh, In terms of fun things, I really got into vinyl records. I love getting them. Uh, This is what I spend my disposable income on. I don't buy lightning collection figures. I buy vinyl (laughs) records. I did buy the vinyl release of the Ron Wasserman songs they put out a couple years ago. Ah, nice. Very, very nice. Very, very nice. I got the 2017 movie soundtrack on vinyl. That was very cool. I am eyeing, there is, I think we've all heard of the Power Rangers Club Mix track from back in the 90s. Uh, There's a vinyl of that that I need to get get a hold of. And I just ordered some Sentai vinyls from Japan. So that's going to be exciting. Oh, this is deep. Okay. Oh, boy. This is very, very, very deep. And in terms of another fun thing I've been doing, haven't told anybody about this, so the world's going to hear it through here. I've been learning the, the, the ukulele. 
So hopefully nice. I'll be able to learn some Power Ranger stuff on there. I already know how to play the theme for the very first Gundam show. So, you know, it's all about the nerd stuff. And then I'll be able to play Wonderwall at parties and fulfill my true role as a white man. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a ukulele and you're not learning Steven Universe first? Oh, that that's – see, I had to do all, like, the intro lessons first. And then oh, okay. Steven Universe. Gotcha. <laughs> Then it's Wonderwall. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, listen, I, again, I thank the three of you for joining us for just a moment and celebrating with us, uh, you know, the 15 years, the past 15 years wouldn't have been without the three of you. And welcome back to No Pink Spandex. My name is Brandon. I am actually one of the newest members of No Pink, of no Pink Spandex family, and I have the pleasure to actually be able to interview the crew of No Pink Spandex. Lisa J. Hey. Jeremy. Hey. Dare, Spy and Seamus. How are you guys? What's up? So happy to be here. I'm sticking around again. <laughs> just, just, just Yay! <laughs> this guy. This guy will be. See, I'm, I'm not like the Tommy. I'm not like the Tommy of No Pink Spandex. I'm kind of like, kind of like a Wes. He just keeps showing up. You're like, okay, <laughs> sure. I mean, Wes, we like Wes. Well, sure, we'll like, I did, like I said before, even though Seamus isn't on the podcast, he is part of our uh, research and development team. So therefore, uh, he is here. So there you go. There you go. Yes. Now, please, please. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not the host. I'm right now. I'm not the host. I am a person <laughs> who is just here. And go, Brandon. <laughs> oh goodness. Okay. So you know, listen. First of all, I would just like to say thank you for allowing me to be here, and thank you for allowing me to hold space with you all, with all of you eclectic, very knowledgeable people. Um. So it's been a, a good ride, and I've been here, oh, my God, for a year So um, before I was even in, in the show. So yay. Um, but thank you for allowing me to stick around, and let's go ahead and get this party started. So with that being said. Oh, I, Jesus, what you going to ask, bro? <laughs> I demand my lawyer. We didn't get those pre-approved. I promise pre -approved. you the first question is not going to be that bad. I promise. It's not going to be that bad. But I'm pretty sure, you know, you're all sitting at home, right? You know, mm -hmm. just doing whatever. I mean, it's quarantine, so you can't really do much. Um, if you want to watch Power Rangers, what would be that go-to season for you? Like your favorite one? You guys, what you think the season is? Take a wild guess. <laughs> Turbo? Oh, it's Ninja Storm, right? <laughs> it's got to be Ninja Storm. I hate you. Lost Galaxy? All. <laughs> there, there's no season named that. So. Exactly. I don't know what that is. Uh, I don't know what that is. Everybody knows that Zeo is my season. Okay? It is always the reason for that season. And I'm going to watch Zeo till the day I D-I-E. Okay? Yeah. How did your answer not start with hello? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so, so Lisa, what you're saying is Zio is a season to remember. Eh? Oh. Eh? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going with that. But thank you for spelling it out. Hey. <laughs> but yes, Zio, duh, like absolutely. Okay, what about the rest of you guys? Okay. Um, 
So I always vacillate between RPM and Dino Thunder because I feel like RPM is technically the best season, but Dino Thunder would be my go-to because it's the one that really feels like a full-on Power Rangers season. You know, RPM is kind of against the grain in some ways, um, but, but Dino Thunder, it's great characters, great story. I can pick up any episode at any time and enjoy it. Definitely Dino Thunder. I'm going to feel a little generic because I would probably actually just go for Power Rangers in space. I'd probably just stick an episode on that and have some adventures, cruising through space, finding weird monsters. Maybe some old characters will show up and we like them. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we will. Maybe. 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 Once or twice. (laughs) So I'm going to say Turbo. Ooh. Because, uh, look, everybody digs on the first half of Turbo. There are some great episodes there. Yes, there is. Uh, mm-hmm. The Glyphhanger, great, amazing. Um, I Wait, really love the second is half. Is that the one with like the with the Egyptian yada yep. yadas and the what what's? Yeah. Oh yeah, I, that's the one that I was like, I only had seen that like once in my life. Yeah, that was later yeah. in life. Yeah. Yeah, last time we recorded, when I, I talked about that, I said that I literally did not remember that episode ever existing when I went through the big DVD set. Fact. And I loved it. It was but so funny in revisiting Turbo, especially when the DVDs came out, because I, w- I had a friend in college, and we would like watch some some of each other's stuff. And I was like, all right, I'm just, just I'm, I'm like, you never seen Power Rangers? She's like, no. Nah. I'm like, we're going to start with second half Turbo. She's like, what? <laughs> so we did. And she's like, this is this is good. This is that I saw her in another conversation without me there being like, yeah, you know, the second half of Turbo is the best one. You know? yeah. so I was like, yes. <laughs> so, corrupted a soul. It's for real. <laughs> for real. Some would say there's nowhere to go but up. So, you know, you can take it that way if you want. <laughs> oh, gosh. This is true. This is very true. Now, of course, I'm pretty sure, you know, if we go back way back, way back in the archives, right? We all have some dealings with Ranger Board, right? A couple. Um, <laughs> a few. But, no. never, never been. Oh, never been? Oh. Nope. Nope, never been. <laughs> I've heard it. it's run by some crazy guy that doesn't let you say bad things about Britney Spears. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, God. That was bad for my Christina Aguilera propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Now, you know, now I, I if I'm remembering correctly, Lisa, quote, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you started No Pink Spandex while being on Ranger Board. Is that correct? The name, yes. Yes. That's where okay. it generated. Yes. yes. That's where it generated. Okay. So a fan from Instagram, uh, Mr. Parmy, asked. What is your inspiration for starting No Pink Spandex? Oh, uh, and, you know, we touched upon this earlier in the episode, but I can I can uh, expound, if you will. So sure. it was a bunch of us. It was myself, Jeremy, Katie, and Jay. We were on RangerCast with Tyler. Uh, so that was like the first ever Power Rangers podcast ever in life. And then we noticed that, okay, we would have the show and then we stopped recording, but then like we kept talking in the after show about the show and about everything else. And like, we would just be cackling and laughing or whatever. And 
I'm just like, yo, like this is this is the show, right? This here is the show. Like the after show is the show. And I wanted to kind of start my own thing. And I was just like, what name? Aha, I'll use that name I got from the Ranger board that I came up with. No pink spandex. And asked Katie first to join me. Because, I yeah, I did like a couple episodes by myself. I was like, I'm not doing this. Ask Katie to join me. And then Katie had, uh, and then Katie, you know, brought Jer along. And then, uh, and then Jay came along. Like all that came together and a bunch of our friends would rotate as being co-hosts so that's where it all started way back in the way back of 2005 wow 2005 jeez i don't even want to say where i was no you don't need to you don't need to it's fine diapers don't even want to say where i was eighth grade was a great time for me oh my god oh Oh my my god God. Mm -hmm. Well, at least I was in high school, but Jesus. Shut up. Shut up. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Next <babies>. question. <laughs> so this is where I reveal that I was a huge fan of Ranger Cast and No Pink Spandex before I got on No Pink Spandex. And I remember, Lisa, that you were on at least one episode in like the 70s of Ranger Cast. So I do remember this because I loved, I listened to that show way more than I probably should have. And, and I listened to No Pink Spandex a lot. So it is still pretty surreal for me to be like, yeah, I was listening to these guys when I was in college. And I was like, man, Jer has a lot of things to say about Gia and Megaforce. None that I necessarily agree with. <laughs> what? <laughs> but it's now... so funny to be into the show and then be like, wait, no, now I'm on it. Ah. It is kind of surreal. It's like, what? Because I, I, it's the same thing for me. Like, same thing. I, would be, I was in college, and I was like, wait a minute. Like, I used to actually love listening to this and even wanted to be on it at, at one point. And I'm like, now I'm here. Look at how time flies. Look at that. Dreams are coming true. <laughs> this is what we do. <laughs> this is what we do here. <laughs> Take that, Disney. <laughs> oh, now, of course, actually, Jer, I wanted to pick on you a little bit because... Oh, <laughs> your mm-hmm. first episode one of the first ones that you were on episode 8 literally you came in like a wrecking ball like yes. <laughs> you're just like you're just up. throwing so much shade at Tommy like you know so I just want to know why did you go into single digits why are we here Episode, man, people still like on Twitter every once in a while. Like, you said, they, remember when you said this about when Jungle Fury was on? Like, no, I don't remember what I said. <laughs> I don't remember what I said. I don't remember. I, I told you I was going to go back into the archive and pull <laughs> stuff. I told y'all I was going to do it. Oh, oh I could never run for office. Okay, so, so repeat, <laughs> your, repeat your question again because I, I cut you off. Repeat your question. My question was for, for Jer. Um, what what is with you with uh, with so much animosity for Tommy? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, that's easy. Okay, so oh lord, for for me as a uh, as a kid watching Power Rangers, you know, I was the type of kid who, you know, always got picked on. I was the smart kid. I was the fat kid. I was the kid who was by himself a lot. So when it came to Power Rangers, I always gravitated towards the characters who 
weren't in the spotlight. So Billy and mm-hmm. Trini, you know, like those were the two characters who I identified with the most. And the characters I didn't like were the people who were always like, oh, look at this. This is the greatest character ever. This is the one you have to love. This is the Red Ranger. This is the Green Ranger who just shows up and he's got a Zord that's as big as all of theirs combined and he can just take them all out by himself. And I always thought like, well, that's that's boring. Like I don't, just like how when it came to comic books, I never liked Superman. Because I'm like, he's boring. He's the guy who has all the powers, who everybody treats as the greatest thing ever. I want the characters who are kind of the loners, who are on the outside. That's who I identified with. So I never really was a big fan of the Red Rangers or the Sixth Rangers, you know, in those early years. Because they just didn't really seem like they were that interesting, comparatively speaking. Got you. Yeah, because you just came in and was just like, yeah, t- Tommy and Jason are butt buddies. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he said, I mean, he did. He did. I listened I to mean, that today. I was just like, <laughs> history has said that I am correct. It's <laughs> just like, he, like out the gate, like literally the first five seconds, I'm just like, say what now? first five seconds what did you say and 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 katie was just like he said love buddies i'm like no he didn't he tried to defend me oh that's adorable he did not (laughs) oh boy who at the time i was trying to clean that up (laughs) thank you so much I mean, let's let's be honest. We all we have all said things in our in our youth that we've learned over the years are are less than uh, correct. Yeah. To say. <laughs> yeah. And and the, the point is to modify your behavior and and learn with the times. Yes, and grow. That's beautiful. Yes. 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 I remember that because you Yumacon was going to be my first convention ever back in 2005 up in okay. Troy, Michigan, I think. Was yes. it Troy, Michigan? Yep. And so I was just like, okay, great. I and I think I was I was in contact with Johnny. Gosh, I don't even know. Was because I know we had MySpace at the time, but was it MySpace? I don't know. Somehow I got in contact with him to interview iShine for my college radio station. And the so I was gonna go and I, at the time I had been on the radio maybe once like actual like for real real and then the radio station got shut down so (laughs) but i was just i was trying to go and get like these interviews and i was like oh this would be a good tie-in because hello i get to interview a ranger but and he has a band and then i could do it for my radio show and cool 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 so (laughs) i remember setting that up and interviewing his band or whatever. And it was like, Oh, okay, this is cool. Like I actually really enjoyed doing this, you know, cause I actually joined the, the music as well. And, uh, and then at that same convention was where the cast of SPD were. So hence why I was able to interview uh, a few of them. And one of them mm. uh, at first without his permission, whoops, whoopsie doodles but uh but we got it cleared up um there's a longer story to that which i don't know if you want to hear right now but (laughs) i guess we're here um so yeah i accidentally uh recorded an interview with bruce kalish the executive producer of power rangers spd without his permission because i was excited and i was 
dumb. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, shoot. And so I realized that. And then and then Ray, who you heard earlier, uh, who's a original founder of Ranger Board, he had a party and in- invited all of the SBD uh, crew to come. And I was outside on the balcony trying to get some fresh air. And out comes Bruce Kalish, y'all. I'm just like, oh, this is where I die. This is where I die. I Okay, Lord. Um, I've lived my life. Thanks. Uh, this is where I die. But, like, he was just like, you know, in the future, you know. And I was just like, no, I totally understand. Uh, I'm so sorry. i so sorry. My bad. And But he was fine with it. And I was able to use it. And it was cool. So... All of that happened at that convention. So those were my first interviews, ah, okay. but I interviewed, I in, I technically booked Johnny first. I bu- I interviewed okay. them first. And then I believe it was the other interviews that were published first. This is Lisa J here breaking in to this special with a, with a special guest. We've been reminiscing the old times, you know, the old interviews uh, uh, we've done. And I want to take it all the way back to the first interview that I've ever done in my whole entire life. And I thought, you know what? Let me bring this person back on the show. So, Johnny Youngbosh, welcome. <laughs> welcome back. How you doing? 15 years later. <laughs> I know. 15. Holy cow. That's awesome. I've literally known you for 15 years. Because, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Because I met you first at uh, Yumacon 2005. Uh-huh. First time I ever met you. Do you think that the whole convention scene, all this stuff, do you think it would have gotten as big and as expansive? Because like you, you were the first, you were the pioneer. You know, <laughs> most of you know, Power Ranger folks. You were the pioneer. You were doing these conventions way before, and then all right. of a sudden, everybody's doing them now. So yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. It, was, it, it wasn't anything I was thinking about. Um, I just kind of uh, stumbled into it. Somebody was like, hey, um, they like this show that you were on. You want to go talk about it? And it was actually for a Trigun, uh, for an anime. So I, I went to this con, and then people then knew me from Power Rangers. Um, and so it just kind of became a thing for me. And, uh, and so I, I got to see it kind of grow, you know, obviously the anime, but then I got to see like, you know, old school Power Ranger fans coming back kind of out of the woodwork and being like, Hey, Hey, it's you, you know? So it was kind of cool. There's a bit of crossover with, you know, the anime fandom and, and Power Ranger fans. So it, it was cool to kind of just be part of it from that early stage, I guess, you know, and it's cool to have everyone else going around, you know, it's great for the fans too. Absolutely. And I think, and first of all, I personally would like to thank you because, you know, back in the day, I remember a a couple of friends of mine met you back in like 2003 and I was just like, no, they're going to meet Johnny and I'm not, well, I guess I'm dating myself. I'm not old enough to travel by myself. It was, it was the whole thing. And, and I was so jealous. And then um, 2005 happened. I'm like, yes, I can get on a plane by myself. It's great. (laughs) So I, That's awesome. I just yeah. remembered you being my first interview, and especially I was, I was, you know, we were talking offline about how my first interview with you was for my college radio show that had like two shows, and then it had to shut down because it had to be fixed, and you were one <laughs> of them. <laughs> so, so I just thank you for like even being the first to say, yeah, sure, I'll, yeah, no, I'll be interviewed cool. by you. 
It was cool. Yeah. I mean, that's great. That's great. It's great that you're still doing it, you know, on a totally different level. So it's cool. So it's yes. kind of weird, though. <laughs> that was there, there in the beginning. Uh, how is it weird? You're the pioneer. Of course, you're going to be the first. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Guess I'm dating myself that way, huh? Well, listen, we're both dating ourselves. She's so, so I, so you know, it wouldn't be a no pink spandex production without a couple of questions. You know what I'm saying? No, so, so there have been, I, you know, I'm on Twitter. And I see people mentioning things here and there, and then your name pops up every now and again when it comes to these anniversary episodes, these reunion episodes, that sort of thing. Huh. And like one of the things that I saw on Twitter was somebody saying, I think with the last um, anniversary <clears throat> team up that we had was mm. that you like that that you were asked first to go back to Beast Morphers and then they ended up going with Austin St. John. And I'm just like, huh? I never heard that before. So, I mean, as while you're here, I might as well ask <laughs> you, like, is that the case? Um, you know, I, I don't know if I was the first. Um, I, I, they did contact me. They, they emailed me okay. and asked if I would be interested. Um, and, and I was like, yeah, sure. I'd be interested. I just, you know, just give me some details. And then, um, you know, some, I don't remember how long it was, it, it might've been a few months. Um, and then they sent a reply back and was like, well, we're going to just go with somebody else, but thank you for whatever, keeping your schedule open or whatnot. Um, and I was like, okay, <laughs> and that's, that's just the nature of the business, you know, mm -hmm. and that that's happened before as well. It wasn't the, the, the only time, but they, they've done that in the past for other you know, seasons of the show or whatever. Which other seasons did they ask you? You know, I don't, I don't even remember. Um, I just, I just get a random email um, from somebody I don't know, you know, and they're like, Hey, we're part of production here in New Zealand and wanted to know if you'd be interested in my, and, and, I, and I mean, it's only been like maybe uh, three times or whatever. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, sure. And then, you know, and then I didn't hear back on any of the other times. Um, but this last time, they, which, which I thanked them. I was like, Hey, I don't, didn't expect anyone to contact me back. So it was kind of nice that you did. Um, but, uh, but th that was the one that Austin did, right? Austin went back and did it. Yes, so that's, Austin I think went that's, back last that's time, probably yes. the best, you know, cause he hadn't been back in a know? minute. You're right. 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 Yeah. So yeah, exactly. So, and, and, and in such a special way. So I thought that's great. That's perfect. You know, especially the, now that he's out, you know, he's been doing the, the cons and stuff too, you know? Right. Uh, so yeah, it was cool, but it would have been nice. I mean, why not? I mean, how hard would it have been to bring me back? You know, I know. And then the because the one before that was for Ninja Steel, where a bunch of them went back, and then there were some rumors that like that had your name on the list, but then we didn't see you. Wh which one was the one that, uh, uh, like Steve had gone back to? Yeah, that was the one. That was for the one. Ninja okay, Steel. so there, yes. yeah, so there's that one. I okay. think it was that one. Um, I thought there was another one. And then before that was Megaforce. Well, I think that was it too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so on the record, you've been asked to go back for all three of them, and you said, "Yeah, sure." And then they're yeah, like, "Yeah, I was, I was definitely interested." Yeah, each time. Okay. 
All right. So um, if Hasbro, if you're listening, okay, we have a very (laughs) capable actor here that uh, is willing and able to uh, grace us with his presence yet again. We're always looking forward for you to come back. (laughs) Yeah, well, it would be cool. That'd be fun. Okay, so in terms of now the with the pandemic and everything, mm. uh, what have you been able to keep yourself busy with in terms of any work or projects, anything of that sort? Back in the day when I was in the band I Shine, which eventually became the Where Giants Fall, um, I, I had built a studio uh, for the band to record in. Um, and so once everything got shut down, you know, I use my vocal booth as like a, you know, where I record voiceover. So I've been able to continue some voiceover, not as much as I did before, because a lot of studios are kind of still trying to figure it all out at the time it started. Um, but it's starting to pick up now. But yeah, I've been doing a lot of voiceover from home. Um, I actually I, I shot a film in uh, January um, in Houston and uh, <clears throat> and and as soon as I flew back, uh, home, it, the Corona thing happened. And so then I was in lockdown and basically I was editing that film, um, you know, color correct. I basically did everything and <laughs> the visual effects, you know, I'm scoring the film. I, I do have help. There's, there's other people helping out here and there. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was the first time that I really completely involved myself in every little aspect of a, of a project. And it wasn't even supposed to be that way, but, but yeah, so I, I got this new film. Uh, I've got the. I just finished the trailer uh, just before getting on this interview. So so I've been I've been busy. Okay, so I mean, you can't just mention that you just oh I just shot a film, you know, and I just you know <laughs> edited everything and did everything right. and whatever and everything. Can you tell us more? Yeah, well, I, yeah, I'll give you some details. Um, I don't want to get into too much because there's there's a bit of dirt in it you know it's kind of funky in the beginning it wasn't even the film we were supposed to shoot uh we had spent about 10 months in pre-production pre-production on a completely different film um you know i had myself and another person had some money invested into it and then that person decided uh, about a week before actual shooting to not do it anymore and so i was kind of in the hole you know my money was there it was like in texas i don't live in texas i don't know anybody i don't know any of these people and i was basically left with like okay i either lose this money uh which is not small amount of money but or i go in there and and try to shoot this film but i couldn't do this film anymore it just wasn't going to work and so you know i i I talked to a few friends and i i I talked to kyle over the holidays because this was during Christmas Kyle. and I was trying to figure out what to do. Kyle Higgins. Okay. Um, you know, the he did whatever the comic thing. He wrote for <laughs> he writes a bunch of comics including Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, yada yada yada. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, now the, Ultraman. The main yeah, 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 one, yes, right? Yes. It was the uh Draken the Lord Draken stuff. Yes, right? yes, yes. Shattered Grid, that's it. Okay. Right. Uh, sorry. So yeah, so he had done the Shattered Grid and anyways I talked to him over the holidays and kinda of was like telling him my dilemma and he's like well, what are you gonna do i was like i don't know i'm trying to come up with a new story right now and i got like less than a week and he's like well what's your story and i kind of fed him my idea and he's like hey you know what that's not bad let me let me run with it and i was like okay and then so he kind of basically got together with another friend of his and uh kind of wrote out 
like a different version <laughs> of what I was thinking, but it was great. And I was like, Hey, this is cool. And so within like four days, he sent me a script and then I got there, I landed with, uh, with Polo and then Jason Narvey eventually, uh, came, you know, and he was supposed to be in the other film, but he, I just, I had to call up people and be like, Hey, you want to just do a completely different project. So there's no rehearsal. People are showing up without a script. <laughs> they don't know what they're doing. And I was just like, Hey, just, uh, you know, just trust me, you know? And, and the funny thing is like, like 90% of the people didn't even know who I was. And so it was really rough. And that first day I really had to prove like, Hey, uh, this is how it's going to feel like. Um, and you know, we were doing a fight scene the first day and, uh, I think it was maybe even Kyle. Kyle was like, dude, wh what are you doing? Don't do something hard, do something easy on the first day. Um, but for me, I'm like, well, that's, that is easy for me. <laughs> Anything <laughs> else is too complicated. Like I can do a fight scene, no problem. Um, so anyway, so we did that first day and then, then it felt good, you know, and we moved pretty well and we just kept going. Um, so anyways, the, the film is, is now called Arc Exodus. Um, and, uh, we, I've made a couple posts and, uh, I'll be posting the uh, trailer here pretty soon, but yeah, uh, Jason Narvi is in it. Um, uh, that's about it, uh, other, other than, uh, Kyle being one of the main writers on it. And, uh, it's a little sci-fi project, um, that wasn't even supposed to be, I, I showed up you know, in uh, Texas and was like, all right, well, I got a script now, so let's uh, see if I can shoot it. Um, and it required a lot of visual effects, which I had, I had no real knowledge of. I was so about I to did ask have a, you. I had, yeah. yeah, there's a guy who was going to help me out with that. But, you know, I was kind of in this kind of weird time constraint. Like I had to get certain things done. Um, like for me, I have to keep moving. So like I, I did the audio on this, so I got to move on to the next thing. I, for me to sit still on something that should be like being worked on is kind of hard. So I was like, you know what? I'll just do this little baton taser fight, you know, the visual effects on this and see how it goes. And so I basically taught myself how to use like some of the software and figure out, you know, basically the visual effects side of things. And I ended up just doing it myself because that guy that I was going to use, he was in between moving and I, I couldn't wait on him. So I just started and I ended up just keep, I just kept going. And by the time I was like halfway done or more than halfway done, he was like, Hey, do you have any files? I'm like, I'm already basically done. you know. Um, so yeah. But, but then again, no, for me, I have no idea. Narvi says it looks good, but you know, it's, who knows? Maybe it's weird. Maybe it's good. I don't know. So did I'm you just, did you marry yourself to like video copilot and like and like Oh my gosh, I watched so many. Like I don't even know I watch like I can't even now I'm just like if I find a new thing that pops up I'm like, well, you know, cuz it you got to keep doing it, you know, uh, otherwise you kind of forget what you did. Right. Uh, or have the process, you know. And so it's you know, it's it's yeah, it, it, like after effects, you know, and and then how to go back and forth from different things and different sessions and 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 just building these things. So yeah, I definitely, I, I, I watched everything. I mean, it, there's probably not a single thing that I didn't have on while I was trying to learn what certain tools did what. Um, but uh, yeah, it was, it, it, was, it was crazy, but I had the time because of COVID, you know? <laughs> I, was, I was home, so I was spending 12 plus hours just doing visual effects. So, you know, there are some people who is like, yeah, you know, I'm going to I'm going to take up knitting or, you know, I'm just going to I'm going to learn how to I'm going to learn how to a new language. I'm just going to start it out. You're like, I'm going to learn how to do visual effects <laughs> for this short movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And 
edit it all together along with all the other things. You know, yeah. overachiever. Okay. All right, a little Johnny. Bit, I guess. Yeah, but but it wasn't, you know, it was just one of those things where I, I was just I, I didn't know if I could do it, to be honest. I, I just started to do it. I was like, well, I'm just going to start plugging away and see what happens. And uh, it, not every time worked out well. You know, and sometimes I'd look at it and I think it's good. Then I come back a week later or a week later and, and it's like, this actually is terrible. I got to go back to that one. Um, so so it, it, it was cool, though. It was cool to kind of now like and I'm not I wouldn't say I'm great. And now I'm like, I have a good understanding. Right. You know? And that was the biggest thing, too, because when I had this other guy, I was like, well, how am I going to explain what I want? You know, I know what I see in my head, but I don't know how to explain that, you know, and, and if he can even do it, you know, because then he would spend however, because it's a lot of work. He'd spend however many hours or days and send it to me. And then I'm going to be like, that doesn't work. That can change that, you know. And so I really had to get my hands in there and, and figure out how it works. And so if there is a next time, if I'm not doing it, I can explain exactly what I'm looking for. Um, so it's yeah. And, yeah. and thankfully, I did have a little bit of time to be able to go through it all. Yeah, even, even and, and guys like Narvi to bounce it off of. Right, right. <laughs> even even dealing with even trying to explain like pre-visualization, like trying to like get the terminology to be like, OK, this is what I want. And then trying to explain that to somebody is even like, you know, oh, yeah. and that's even before you get all to the fancy whatever. But uh, well, I look, I commend you. I mean, you have to start somewhere. So there well, you well, go. wait till you see it. Maybe it's not going to be any good. And then it'll be like, oh, there, I that, saw there some that. things on the IG. <laughs> I saw some things, you know. So listen. Yeah, it, it's going to be fun, if anything. You know, it was it was a thing. Originally, like I said, we were going to shoot a film and uh, it was just going to be funded. You know, we weren't doing any crowdfunding or anything like that because I'm not trying to throw shade at anyone. But, you know, there have been a couple of them and they kind of fell short. You know, and so mm -hmm. we wanted to do something where it was like, here's a project and give it to the fans and be like, there, yeah, hopefully you like it or whatnot, you know, um, but then couldn't do that one. And so I was there, you know, as I was flying in, I had already paid for actors and crew and whatever gear and props and whatnot and locations. And I was like, well, I might as well use them. I can't just didn't feel right just to eat that money and lose it, you know. And so just, yeah, here's, here's a project that I'm going to figure out how to release to the fans and, and, and watch it. And it's not anything that they have to pay for <laughs> and, uh, hopefully they'll enjoy it. Um, cause I mean, it's, it's fun. It's fun. Well, listen, it, it's called Arc Exodus and it is, and where can people find it? Instagram is the easiest place for, for me to, uh, to, to drop things. And so on my personal social media um and then i'll obviously tag the arc exodus instagram so if you give us a follow there we'll post more info on on how we're going to release the film and how people are going to be able to watch it um i want to do something and, and this is just brainstorming so I don't, I don't even know if it'll work but i want to be able to you know kind of watch it with fans you know like a handful of people and then and then talk about it, like do a Q&A after and then because I can't go to cons. And so I'd like to see, you know, and then maybe just spend some, you know, exclusive time with a handful of people here. Then the next day, a handful of people here and just kind of spread it out. Well, at least that was a thought. I don't know if that is uh, possible or whatnot. I, it's still something that I got to figure out. But I just want to be able to get it to people and hopefully they enjoy it. I do actually have another project, though, right after this that I had shot before this one um, that I'm going to release as well. So I've got two shorts basically i got two shorts one that's a sci-fi action kind of thing and the next one is just like a really kind of ridiculous <laughs> silly silly action 
Again, you can follow Johnny on socials. Johnny on Bosch is his uh, IG. And uh, you can follow everything there with all the drops that he's going to do. See, he, he's like a he's like an MC. He be just dropping stuff, you know what I'm saying? And you just don't know when. He's just dropping stuff. So there or, you or go. Or a bad waiter. You know what? You, you, the, the self-deprecating humor rises again. <laughs> I love it. I thank you, Johnny. You have been wonderful. And, I, and per, me personally, thank you for always supporting what I do, always being there, always, you know, like, hey, like, you want to come on my show? And uh, between now and uh, two days from now, yeah, that'd be great. And then you're like, sure, you're always, you were always down. And so I appreciate you and I appreciate uh, the 15 years that we've known each other. Absolutely. Yeah. So speaking of interviews, was there ever, what was like your most favorite interview that you've ever done as far as like um, with a ranger or with an executive or whomever who came to the show? Um, What was your most favorite interview and what made it so special? I'll start off by saying that there are many interviews that I have currently done that nobody has seen. I'll preface Ooh. that right now. Oh, there the best are, is yet to come. There are many okay. interviews that are in the vault that have not come out the vault. I'll say that right now. So there are some interviews that I truly love and I can't say cause they're not out the vault yet. However, however, Right. Uh, I'll say this. I'll say this. There's an obvious one. And I'll, I mean, any one of y'all could talk about that. There's an obvious one. And then there are less obvious ones. But I will let the men have the floor to say what y'all favorite was. I actually like having been in the room with David Yost and his interview. Yes, you were there. Yes. Yeah, I was. I was taking pictures. Yes. <laughs> I just he was just so matter of fact at the time, so I didn't even realize how special it was gonna be, but that he trusted us to deliver like his revelations to the world. I just think that was really cool of him. Bro, wow. it was you. Uh I think um Wes. It was uh, yeah, Stan. Stan uh, Stan Rain. Uh, oh yeah, yes. Stan. Stan Real's Rain, real yes. name. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah like because yeah stan was helping me with audio and and spy mm-hmm. was taking uh photos and i at it was at anime festival orlando i think that happened think and so, yeah. um yeah so i didn't know i was going to have that revelation happen mm-hmm. and i mean for those who may not know that was the interview where David decided to come out in public. Now, of course, like his friends and family already been new. However, we know. <laughs> Nobody know. <laughs> and and literally having that interview had filmed it, okay? Then uh had dinner with Phil and his wife at uh, uh 
April. April. <laughs> See, I always want to say Avril, like Avril Lavigne, yeah, but it's not. Bill Singer. Mm-hmm. April. Um, April and and his brother Tony, and so it's me, Spy, and Stan, and I'm telling them everything that has happened. It hasn't been published yet. It hasn't whatever, and like their mouths have dropped. I'm just like, yes, this is a thing, and I have to go edit it now, and I didn't get to edit it until Power Morphicon that same year. <laughs> Because, so, like, didn't you say you dropped it and then got on the plane? Pretty much was editing it literally the morning of that I had to, like, get in the taxi and get on a plane. I literally uploaded it, published it, got into a taxi, was on a plane, and then that's when, like, all the mentions. Because I got, I got, I bought internet on the plane or something, and then I was just, I checked online, just like, oh, okay, wonder what's, oh, 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 yeah, so... <laughs> It was a thing. <laughs> TMZ was trying to get into PMC, and it was a whole thing. It was a whole thing, and that was 2010. Mm-hmm. That was 2010. Mm. <laughs> so, but yeah, wow. uh, Jer, what about you? Um, so it's really it's really hard for me to pinpoint one interview because for me, the best interviews are just the one where the guest is just really open really down to earth and we've had a plenty of those like even the most recent one christina ho was fantastic yes one of my one of my favorite interviews mm-hmm. already um personally i really loved uh the qua johnson because i got to tell him how much i love the qua johnson and how much <laughs> he is underappreciated <laughs> and i will bang that drum till my dying day um as far as like really old ones that are good we were kind of uh discussing this off air last week but latham Gaines was one of my absolute favorites because it was just a real privilege to hear him talk about the role um of mesagog and like how much he put into it and how much he really thought about it and he really just wanted to make it this amazing role and it feels like nowadays in power rangers you know we just don't have as much of those like deep nuance performances that we really need. And he just had mm-hmm. such an amazing love for the craft and for the role itself that it was really insightful. And it was just one of those really early interviews that made me just know that we, you know, we were onto something special because I don't think we, there were that many interviews of that type out there. So Not at that time, no. Yeah. So it was, it was just, it was really gratifying to be a part of that. I wasn't there for all the all the real big ones, because <laughs> and, and that's not saying like they're all in the past. Like I think the Melissa Flores one was great. I think the Christina Ho one, which I'm literally in the middle of listening to right now, is freaking amazing. Um, I really liked the Trey Moore interview a lot because I'm always someone who's like, because obviously there are like really big names to get in terms of interviews, but Trey Moore is like you know he's written some comics that we obviously really really love. So getting to hear his thought process, getting to hear how he put all that together was great. And he's been, you know, he's been great to talk to. Um, I don't know if this was ever released, but your chat with Cinna Grace at WonderCon was awesome, Lisa. Gotta I think give I it up did for release that. That was just an audio only, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I released that. Yes, yes. That one was great because honestly, anytime I'm like, oh, another queer person. Yes, I know. <laughs> yes. In the wild. Thank yes. goodness. <laughs> and especially like when they're open about talking about it too. I'm like, yeah. I remember him like talking to us and being like, so what should I tweet to like prove I'm a Power Rangers fan? Should I tell the story about how I watch all of Zoo Ranger like one hot summer, like eating ice cream? <laughs> oh my gosh. That's dedication. You know what I'm saying? 
and I always appreciate an interview where you ask him about something. And you're like, eh, I didn't really like that thing I did. Like where he talked about the uh, Adam and Aisha story he wrote. He's like, oh, you know, it was fine, but like I could have gone farther. And and that, and I always appreciate that because sometimes people in interviews, they're like, everything I've done is flawless. It was, <laughs> it was just a great time. You know, it was great working together. And like, I get why that that's, that's the system. But him just being like, hey, you know, like that was all right. But like, I'm really excited to like, I have another chance to like push it even further. Right. And he did a great job. So, you know, oh, yeah, shout did. out, shout out to Cena. I'm just saying, Bring him shout back. out. You know what I'm saying? Besides the obvi, right? Um, because I don't know when last I was ever in CNN and Yahoo and Perez Hilton and, and all at the same time, my little, my little site. Um, I think the, the favorite ones that I've done recently have been ones where I'm able to talk about being black, okay? Being very black, because that's what I am. And hearing the perspectives from other Ranger folks about their, how they feel. And like, just, just either, even just saying like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that great in this pandemic. It's not great because like, normally you come on and it's like, all right. And we talk about you and we talk about you some more and we promote your thing. And then we say pleasantries, goodbye. But recently it's been like, no, you know what? This is how I feel. It's not great. And I'm black. And this is how I feel. Here's my story. And those are the ones recently have been my favorite so far. And I hope more people listen to them. If you don't mind, I'd like to make an announcement. Oh. Mm. Okay. So, in the spirit of being live, okay, we are going to have a live event. Okay, the event doesn't have a name right now. <laughs> it might have a name between the time that is recording and the time that this comes out, but we are having a live event, and we are going to be selling. We 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 be selling toys up in this mug. That's right. Okay, we are having a toy event. We're going to be selling mugs. Oops, mugs. I'm sorry. We're mugs. Gonna be sell- oh yeah. <laughs> mugs. <laughs> we're gonna be selling toys we're gonna have giveaways there is even going to be a special auction of one of the new york comic-con exclusives from way back in the way back okay so i don't want to give all the details now because there will be more information coming but Make sure that you are following No Pink Spandex on all the socials. So that's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Make sure that you have your your uh, your addresses ready because for this auction you will have to register in order to 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 participate in the auction. And we're gonna have a whole bunch. We're gonna have such a good time so that we can keep the celebration going for our 15th anniversary because yes this is happening on the day but we gonna be having a celebration throughout the year okay all right rona ain't gonna keep me down we gonna have a celebration so i know that's right we're gonna have a toy event i will give the date at a later time I will give the date at a later time. But make sure that you are following No Pink Spandex on all the socials, everything, 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 because I'm going to be selling some things. Because honestly, 
I don't know about y'all, but being home, working from home, I'm just like, okay, all these things cannot stay in my house. These need to go. So now you get to benefit (laughs) from all these things that I sell. Like, I mean, I have toys. I got comics. I've got, you know, like, I mean, exclusives. Like, I mean, I've got a bunch of stuff to sell. Uh, I think you even have some, like, Sentai toys that are, you know, that my, my brother jer wants to also sell as well like we've got a Mm -hmm. lot of things that we want to sell to you so that you benefit from our uh, our spoils because we buy a lot of stuff we do do. (laughs) okay so we're gonna have we are going to have a live event yes and more details will be coming up so make sure you also subscribe to this podcast to hear us talk about this upcoming event in the near future Please, please, please make sure you do that and buy all our stuff. Okay. Go ahead, Brandon. What is that one nugget that you'd like to impart to the listeners out there? What's that one little gem? And this is true of anything, not just with Power Range. It's true of anything. Have fun with it, man. And if you find that you're not having fun with something, um, especially when it comes to entertainment, um, don't, don't keep keep at it and like i see people all the time with tv shows they're they feel like they're stuck with it they feel like oh i've been watching it for this whole time it's sort of like a sunk cost fallacy it's like well i gotta keep watching it but i don't really like it that much it's like you don't have to you you can dip in dip out or find the thing that you like and just focus on that it's so easy social media is made for us to get angry it, it, it <laughs> literally the algorithm supports anger um so if you find yourself caught up in that if you don't like, you know, being on Twitter, the thing that I have found that's so delightful is I used to like throw all my thoughts out on Twitter. And now I just talk to everybody who's here right now, especially about Power Rangers, right? Because it's more fun. I feel like, you know, I'm having more of a friendly conversation than just throwing it out to the world. And that makes the show more fun for me. So I think that the that the, the nugget or whatever you want to call it that I'm throwing it out here, it's just if you're not having fun with something – Find a way to have fun with it or, hey, find something else that you can have fun with. Life is way too short to to be genuinely hate watching something or complaining about it all the time. Like, obviously, some things deserve criticism, of course. But if you're mad at something more than 50 percent of the time, maybe don't spend that much time with it. I think that goes for some (laughs) friendships, too. Let's be real. I'm Mm -hmm. done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. I think mine actually is is somewhat similar to that in the sense that when it comes to uh, and it's not just the Power Rangers fandom, but it's really any sort of fandom or anything out there and it's do it um there's no correct way to do it is what I what I'm trying to say here is that don't do it for the likes, don't do it for the views, don't do it for because this is the this is the image you think people want to see you as. Mm-hmm. I think the most important thing is that whatever you put into it is at least what you get out of it. Um, I know for me, when it came to you know the podcast, you know, fifteen years, there's been different eras in my mind, and I'm not talking about co-host or anything, but I think about where I was as a person. There were times where doing it was my only salvation. There were times where doing it was honestly somewhat a bit of a chore. There were times where, you know, I just did it because it was just a part of my life. And 
the best times have always been the ones where I had focus and I was doing it because I was hanging out with my friends. It's similar to what I said about conventions. It's um, you have to really be enjoying your time and not being worried about anything else. Um, I, it, it's, it's tough because um, I, I definitely used to be the type of person where I sunk so much of my time and my being into the Power Rangers fandom because I wasn't happy with life outside of it. And it became less of a distraction and more like the only thing that kept me going. And when I found a balance in my life and I realized, you know, like I'm going to the podcast because I'm having fun. I'm making this YouTube video because I'm having fun. I don't care if one person watches it. Maybe that one person enjoyed it. And that's awesome. Um, I don't care if I'm posting this photo, like I'm not, I'm not here to be like Mr. Special Effects, do all this amazing stuff. I do it to the best of my ability and because I liked it and I put only as much time into it as I was having fun. And I think so many people out there nowadays care about this specific image. So they're like, Hey, I'm going to be friends with this person because they're going to help me. Or I'm going to give this opinion because if I give this opinion, then more people are going to like me. And to me, that's not fun. You know, sometimes sometimes I'm super happy about it. Sometimes I just want to rant about it. But no matter which opinion I take, which approach I take, I'm doing it that way because it's gratifying. I'm enjoying myself. And hopefully someone else out there enjoys it too. And that's really the approach I take to it. And that's the approach I hope a lot of people take to it. I'll add that. Beautiful. I'll add that it's okay to want to I'll just use YouTube as an example because it's easiest. It's okay to want to start a YouTube channel. Do the best that you can. Make sure that you're engaging. Make sure that you are uh, so that you are able to garner more subscribers and more views and things. It's okay to want that. It's also okay to say that is not going to be my main focus and my barometer of success because there are, you have to make sure that your barometer of success is a coming from a healthy place is coming from an honest place. And it's, and whatever you're doing, you are doing it so that it is of a passion of yours. That is an actual passion of yours. And so Sure, absolutely. Do you? There are plenty of people who start YouTube channels and want to do the best that they can. And yes, everybody wants to grow an audience and do the best they can with that. But it has to come from those three places, or else it's not going to be. It's not. It's not healthy. I mean, it's just not healthy. <laughs> it's just really not. <laughs> right. So, so yes, like there are people like Jer who just like I'm just doing this for fun. Cool. I'm just gonna put it up. If you watch it, cool. If you don't, cool. But it's also okay to want to do your best so that you're putting your best foot forward and you're providing good content. But it has to come from those three places that I mentioned. So honesty, uh, passion, and health. Right. And a lot of and a lot of people and sometimes not even sometimes unintentionally, one of those things get one of those things are missing and then they find themselves burnt out or they find themselves like, how come nobody is watching or or like depressed or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, you got to have you got to have those three. 
You got to make sure you got you got to check them, right? So cuz I mean, is there any is there such a thing as a balance? Eh, probably not. <laughs> like we all kind of <laughs> like sway from one way to the other, but you have to do the best that you can so that you're not completely out of whack and you're not missing and you're not missing what your actual purpose is and whatever that purpose is for you you have to find it within yourself and now we're getting really deep spy what you get what's your nugget <laughs> i would just say uh, surround yourself with people who who have your back i guess <laughs> i wouldn't say that i've come into nps with any sort of plan for like fame or success or whatever but if lisa j needs another voice so that they can have an opinion on issue 52 of a comic you know, show up and who knows where that will lead you. <laughs> Passion. Well, Passion. Passion. <laughs> well, thank you all so much for allowing me to interview you guys. It's been a true pleasure. And if you are not following these wonderful people on their own personal social medias, please do so. Jonathan Custis on Instagram. Captain Subpar, Captain underscore Subpar for IG, is. right? Yes. And yes. And all social media for No Pink Spandex and also for Seamus, Den of Geek. And also check out his podcast on what is it again? Robotech? Yes, Robotech Roboscallcast.libson.com. You did get that right after a brief stumble on that Tribunal of the Grid episode. It's fine. I forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I listen. I uh, literally had a brain fart because shame. I was going to say Voltron, and I was like, "No, it's not Voltron." No No, it's fine. Uh, any, 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 uh, any marketing for it? It's great. <laughs> no problem. This is what we do. Mm-hmm. And once again, thank you for listening, and have a wonderful night. I'm not going to end without me talking again. I can't do it. Oh, I can't boy. Do it. Oh, ah. oh, boy. No, I wanted to say thank you, Brandon, for being oh. uh, being a wonderful interviewer. Uh, I tasked oh, him to you. like interview us. I'm just like, do your best. It's fine. Do your, do your, do your best. And he's like, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and so thank you, Brandon. He has a wonderful podcast called Tribunal of the Grid. And you can check that out at linktr.ee slash tribunal of the grid. And all the links are there for you guys to check out his podcast. He also interviews a lot of people and they review things and they talk about news and all those wonderful things. All right. See, y'all thought I was going to talk about me again. And you're right. <laughs> Amazon. No, it's just so, no, um, I, I just want to thank again. I mean, cause I, I kind of gave this a little bit earlier, but uh, I want to thank everybody who has participated, helped. Uh, like I, I've shoulder to cry on uh, everything. I, I thank each and every one of you for the past 15 years. It has been, it has been such a roller coaster of emotions, and kind of like going back and being in this moment of like reminiscing and like bringing up old stuff. I'm just like, oh wow, I've like No Being Spanish has done a lot. We've done a lot, and I didn't realize. I really didn't. Like, there's stuff I'm just like, wait a minute. I I went to that show. Oh, I did that. Oh, like I, the stuff I don't even remember. But I'm like, but it's documented through the show, 
And so even though I cringe at the single digits, please don't listen. Please, <laughs> please no, don't they're listen. wonderful. Apparently, please listen. Apparently I can listen to episode eight again. Oh, apparently. boy. But I, even though... Oh, you have to do that. Oh, gosh. Oh, Lord. But even though those... I, I mean, yes, I cringe, but they're documented. I, I haven't had, I remember back in the day where where we were encouraged as kids to like keep a diary and or keep a journal and, and document your days or you document something throughout your day. And I, and I used to, and then I stopped. And, and I'm kind of sad that I didn't because there were so many things. I have notebooks in here that even with like, events that I've gone to, I've just like try to like journal it and everything, but I stopped and, but, but I had this podcast and at the very least I can go back and listen to like, Oh yeah, that happened. Oh my. And I, and I haven't had anything last that long in order to go back to memories that I am very fond of or memories. I'm just like, Oh my gosh, that happened. But you know, looking now that I am years old, that, you can grow from it's it's amazing so i thank everybody uh like i said pray for us you know what i'm saying because because i i mean without trying to shed a tear and i haven't shed one yet this is amazing it's great that i wish and i hope and i pray that this amongst my other video work or whatever is able to be sustainable enough for me to have a career and able to do this because there's so much in my brain that needs to come out and for y'all to see so much. Okay. I tell these guys offline all the time, I have this idea and that idea and they're like, Oh my gosh. And then, you know, uh, Life happens, pandemic happens, uh, death happens, uh, uh, people lose their jobs, people need, you know, help with this or whatever, all that stuff. But we've gotten this far by faith, leading on the Lord. Uh, there's a song for y'all. And I am thankful that I've gotten this far. So I'll find a way. I'll find a way. And if you feel like you are at a place where just like, Darn it, I, I'm, I'm at a crossroads. I don't know what to do or whatever. You will find a way as well. If it's important enough for you, you will find a way. So I wanted to leave with that. I wanted to leave on a positive, encouraging, inspiring note. And with that being said, uh, we're gonna like go offline now and then go into after show and talk about all the stuff you can't talk about. Hey! Oh, oh. <laughs> Happy 15th. Happy 15th.